Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Bitches, Witches, and Queers, a podcast dedicated to those who have left religion behind and are now seeking to rebuild their lives through self-exploration, play, and spirituality. I, your host, Christina Carlson, am an embodiment and intuition coach. I work with bitches, witches, and queers to discover their own worth and value and learn how to trust themselves to create the lives they want. I am an experimenter by nature, so this podcast, like my life, is an offering in flux. What you find here will be diverse and, hopefully, interesting. One thing you can know for sure is that we will get good and curious here. Welcome. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Bitches, Witches, and Queers. I'm here by myself today um, and wanted to record some of my thoughts with you. Just as far as announcements real quick goes, um, we are on the second week in, or the second class coming up this Friday in the Vindicated Body, which is my program, and um, it has been quite a ride for me. Um emotionally like what something I learned a while ago that you know hits me like it's new every single time I experience it is that when I go to teach something or talk about something in any way publicly those lessons come back to me (laughs) tenfold and um, basically it feels like ask me to put them into practice on a deeper level Um, and I I love and hate this (laughs) Uh, but I have had, um, throughout the, the first, um, class of the vindicated body is focused on self-compassion. And, um, so I spoke about the self-compassion practice and, um, the different ways that, uh, we have been disconnected from our bodies through our current cultural lens and systems. And then we did breath work with Aaron Johnson So, um, in the past few weeks, I've been deeply leaning into those practices, um, self-compassion and breath work, and, um, it has been much needed for my system, which has been really powerful and also a challenge, but I'm along for the ride. (laughs) And, um, so that's where that is at. I do have, um, some spots available for one-on-one coaching and a couple spots filled right now, and I'm absolutely loving and adoring being with my clients in the seasons that they're in and um, practicing being in the season that I'm in. And something that's been coming up for me lately, and I've been having a lot of conversations with fellow coaches about, is um, kind of the coaching industry in general, but specifically the coaching industry in social media. And... (laughs) We've, I've been having a lot of like, uh, like laughing moments, like not necessarily like joyful laughing, but like humorous laughing at, at the like ways things have like become. So let me explain. Uh, I, I've just, and I know I made a couple of comments about this on social media, but it's, it's just really fascinating how like a lot of people who are selling like business coaching are selling business coaching and making money selling business coaching because they're selling to coaches. So they're like selling, like popularity is selling popularity and getting a social media following is 
selling, getting a social media following because those are things that people want. And I know that's the basis of like how things sell, but like just because you can sell selling doesn't mean you can sell any other product and how like it doesn't really feel integ- in- integritous. I don't know how to say that. Um, in integrity in a lot of ways. I'm not talking about every business coach like this. Obviously, there are coaches who are doing a great and wonderful work here. Um, but just the stuff that has been like marketed to me lately um, is is this guise of like, look, I got a social media following and you can too. Here's the, the tips to follow. And I'm looking at their account like the reason that this is popular is because you are selling, selling, like you're selling, <laughs> I just, I don't know, if it's, I hope this makes sense. It sounds like, it sounds so uh, like inception. It's like within itself, but it's like, of course you can sell selling. Everyone wants the ability to sell and So everyone is buying that, but that doesn't actually mean that you have the qualifications or the means to help anyone else sell other things because what you're selling is, is like, it's almost intangible. And that to me is just like really, it's really fascinating. And also like, I trying to encourage fellow creators and other, um, other coaches like this, this like almost like vortex that a lot of this community is in can feel really confusing and like we're doing something wrong because the people who are like selling are like look how easy it is to sell it's like well you're not actually selling anything I mean you are but it's like (laughs) you're not selling a product or you're not selling a life transformation you are selling money and like everyone wants money so like the market for that is like way bigger than like selling something more niche and again this is not every life coach I've been coached by an incredible business coach I would highly recommend Madison Morgan and I know many others but um I just like as someone who is a coach and with a public presence I get People and I know a lot of other coaches do in their DMs saying things like, like <laughs> always asking, like, what is it? Like, how long have you been coaching? And like, you can immediately tell from their profile or how they ask their questions that they are a business coach trying to sell to life coaches. And um, I'm just like, <laughs> personally, it feels off to me. Because I don't, like, I don't think that that is the way for me to, like, grow a business and to create something sustainable. It For me, it's not going to be through gaining popularity by following rules. Because that's not who I am. And, like, again, this isn't everyone and, like, there's a lot of helpful things that people have found helpful. I'm speaking from my experience here and from everyone that I keep talking to about this has had similar experiences and felt similarly, which made me feel like it was an important thing to bring up. But you are, your like own path for creating something is going to be unique as you. And 
that sounds like a duh, but it's on like a soul level. It's something that I continue to learn over and over again. It's like there, there is, there is no blueprint and you being you and doing things in your own way is going to be what is most successful, not because it's going to create you a bajillion dollar business or whatever a business coach is trying to sell you, but because it needs to fit you in order for it to be sustainable. And that's like, for me, that's something that I keep going back to is like, I'm not in this industry for the short term. I want this to be a long-term thing that I do. And I absolutely adore podcasting. I absolutely adore sharing with you all in this format, particularly, um, and also through emails, but like mostly talking and, um, coaching one-on-one and coaching, teaching in this program has been super fun. And I love actually connecting with you. And I think that that's possible on social media. And I think for the way that I am and exist and the introverted parts of me and the parts that need a, that need some form of like connection to my body to be happening while I'm communicating, like that, that that's going to be less. And this is going to be more this, this way of communicating through my podcast and email and one-on-one work is, um, feels more accessible to me and it feels more sustainable. And yeah, so I've been thinking about that a lot lately and where I'm putting my energy and time and how I can show up in a way that feels really good. Um, I'm still going to be on social media and I'm still going to be here um, and still doing one-on-one work. I'm just going to be putting more of an emphasis on this type of creation and this type of sharing and more on things to me that feel more embodied <laughs> since that is my work. <laughs> um, all of that being said, thank you for listening to my long introduction. Um, would love to hear any of your thoughts on this. If you are also experiencing this weird coaching vortex that you've maybe even not as a coach have been sucked into, or maybe you are a coach and you get business DMs all the time and you're frustrated and yeah, just would love to hear from you. You're not alone in that experience. If you're any kind of creator, um, you've probably gotten these type of, uh, ads and marketing that, uh, are trying to sell you on something in particular. And just want to encourage you that like that, ultimately a way of creating something that is going to work for you is going to be sustainable for you. And that might not look like a million dollars in a year or a seven figure month in, I don't even know what that is because math, but by the end of the year or whatever it is, I don't know. And if anyone tries to tell you, they can guarantee and know something like that for you. I think that's a red flag personally because life has too many fucking factors and we are human (laughs) and as someone who has a child and um someone who's like trying to maintain my own mental health and earn money and be there for my friends and for myself I I call all of that a life (laughs) And that all happens in reality, not on social media. It's a different, a different plane and anchoring into what is real for me, where I can actually feel 
my physical body and feel my presence and feel other people's presence. That is, that is where I think the time is best invested. So yes, would love to hear your thoughts on that. And all that being said, I started this, I wanted to share this episode because I wanted to talk about embodiment a little bit. I recently had a conversation with someone that, um, that because of the nature of the conversation, by the end of it, I was like, wait, I don't think we're on the same page, but I'm not sure. Um, so I wanted to clarify what I do with embodiment and what it means to me. So I don't do embodiment as a way of like embodying a certain feeling for a, the purpose of an end goal, which I believe is a a form of manifestation. And I don't know a ton about manifestation. Um, I, I know some and I'm familiar with Lacey, uh, Lacey Peterson's, I, I want to say that's her name, um, To Be Magnetic. I'm familiar with that work. Um, and I'm familiar with some other forms of manifestation, but I don't practice it in the way that a lot of people talk about it. And, um, I don't necessarily find anything wrong with it for some people, I'm going to say. Um, but I want to say that that's not what my work is about. Um, to me, embodiment is about the practice of being in your bodily experience right now. So it's an embodied form of the practice of being present, meaning being present with whatever is present for you at that moment. And it's about being with your whole experience, not necessarily just the positive or not just working through the negative, but rather a tangible experience of your day-to-day reality and acceptance of what is and a practice of not attaching stories and meaning to those experiences per se, um, but allowing them to move through you so you can be truly present. And this is really important to me because being raised in religion, I was I was really taught a very specific way of, of thinking and also of feeling. There were certain feelings that were more acceptable than others. And I think that's true on a lot like a larger cultural scale, but particularly within the religious sect that I grew up in, which is evangelical Christianity, there were certain ways you could feel about things and particularly around the experience of God. Like we weren't allowed to think of God as as mean or as harmful even though he like according to the old testament in a literal sense which is how we were being taught he was like killing children and women and like all of this stuff that's really horrendous we were told we weren't allowed to feel like that was a bad thing because of the justifications of like well they were evil and here's the reason and he's god and he knows best and there was, there was a limit on what we could feel about things. And that extended to a lot of different factors because there was only one specific way we were taught that we could look at this particular thing. So there was a limit on what we could feel about something. And that along with um, like the natural cultural aspects of like, you're not supposed to feel angry about this or like 
those socializes women aren't supposed to feel like angry at all or bitter or whatever it is there was like so many limits on what we were allowed to feel and that extends to the larger culture in so many ways and um so for me like when I think about a whole life when I think about embodiment at least for me in this period right now and again I'd love to hear from you if you have a different perspective or if you have this perspective and you just want to um, relate <laughs> is it doesn't feel right or appropriate or whole for lack of a better way of saying it to limit or to try and push an agenda of a certain experience a positive one and that being said like it's beautiful to like choose a better outlook and like have you know like we need positivity to get through our lives we need we need ways of looking at things that allow us to continue and who allow us to move forward and so if we find a positive way of looking at something that supports us fuck yes and I'm all for it and and that's so individual um but my point is that like I don't think I I think that our positive feelings grow when we're allowed to move through and be with the experiences that don't feel good without an agenda of getting back to something positive and underneath all of this is the is the the idea or belief that I have that when all of us is allowed to belong we can feel safe and therefore feel whole and therefore not feel trapped into one way or the other of existing. So to me, safety comes back to that allowing ourselves to be with what is, no matter what that is. And ultimately, that does allow for more joy in our lives if we're able to move through feelings. But I don't think, like, I just think that having... A particular agenda about it or around it can be damaging for for some people and I, I put myself in that category <laughs> of I mean maybe that means that it's for people recovering from religious trauma or people who have trauma around um, spirituality or the experience of um, of having been told what to feel and what to think um, to me, it doesn't feel free. I need the safety of wholeness. And I think embodiment is about that practice of presence. But in practicing that presence, what you're doing is you're creating a safe place for yourself within yourself. So within your body, within yourself, you are allowing all things to exist and belong and to have their place. So you ultimately can be safe for yourself there's no there's no part of you and like you know this is a practice obviously but like when you're doing that you are allowed to belong at least with yourself if not other people and I think again I'm not an individualist so I think having a community is incredibly important and having these things reflected to you is incredibly important but first and foremost for those of us who didn't get this with our 
our family systems or our communities growing up, creating a safe space for ourselves and with other people is so is so critical. And that I don't think can happen if we're being pushed or pushing ourselves towards one way of experiencing things. So I just wanted to make that clear because that matters to me a lot. And um, yeah, it's just kind of like, I, w- I want you to know, and I need myself to know this as well, that we are allowed to belong. And we do belong because we just are and because we are here therefore we belong and it's not a it's not a matter of like changing ourselves and fixing ourselves and healing ourselves to get to a place where then we can belong or even and any to me at this point any adjustment of that any like but, but then once we have this particular thing, then we're worthy. And once we have this particular thing, then we can get what we are longing for. Like, any tweaking of that, to, to me, feels like a, like a branch of, of um, I mean, ultimately white supremacy, but like capitalism and patriarchy. This idea that something is wrong with us, something is broken, and that we need to be fixed in order to be right. And that's that's a religious thought, but ultimately it's patriarchal, it's white supremacist. It has a lot of those roots of, of domination and of hierarchy. And if we're going to create a right relationship with ourself, um, to use James Olivia Chu Hillman's... Uh, right relationship I love that they they call it right relationship um I believe that they were the one that coined that phrase um but if we're going to create a kind of right relationship with ourselves then it can't have that hierarchy it needs to allow and be with and in order for it to for it to heal I say all of this as someone who's in, in the middle of practicing it this is not an arrival and that is also a huge part of of being in relationship is that is something that we deserve and are worthy of now in the midst of our learning and in the midst of our practicing and the practice is coming back to the belief and reminding ourselves over and over and over again that we are worthy now as we are and that we that every part of us can be with and exist and be belong and um that we're a whole now as we are um so i'd love to hear from you if any of this resonated with you um please if you love this podcast leave five stars and comment i would love that if you didn't don't worry about it um yeah i uh, I'm delighted to talk with you and want to hear from you. If you want to hear more from me um, and get sweet little love notes and more of my thoughts written, um, you can sign up for my email on my website or you can send me a DM DM on Instagram at Christina Carlson Life Coach. And um, yeah, 
I'll talk to y'all soon. Thank you all for joining me today. If you are wanting one-on-one support to help you step into trusting yourself, seeing your own magic, and building the life that you want, you can contact me on my website. The website is below in the show notes. I hope you all have a bitchin' day.